0: Welcome to the Gray Wolf Podcast. What is up and welcome to a big edition of Grey Wolf Hoops. It is Ned joined by the Prez. I'm going to start calling you the Prez. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yep. Johnny Fitz. How are you, man? <laughs>
1: Very good, man. Now that you've introduced me that way, I reckon the Prez was one of the N1 street ballers back in the day. Was there a Prez with them? But uh, I'll, I'll happily wear that uh, that title, Neddy. But things are going really well. Fresh off the Bendigo tournament, which we spoke about last week, which is really good. We had a one Horsham teammate, the grand final, and a lot of the teams played really well. So up and about with basketball right now.
0: Proud dad right here, that one. Horsham Uh, team was my daughter's team, and they went from not even winning a game. Oh, no, they won one game by two points in the last tournament to go the whole way through to the grand final and just missing out in... uh, the Bendigo tournament there. So it's it's good times for Horsham.
1: Yeah, very good times, man. We've got a team, couple of teams uh, at Portland this weekend and the under-12 boys won their first game against Hamilton. I watched a little bit of the live stream of that. So we'll break that one down next week. But it's just good. We're just Basketball is just alive and well in this country right now. And it's so good to see these country associations get on the court after a tough year last year and
0: Horsham's no different. So yeah, bring it on, man. It's just a good feeling. It is the greatest sport in the world. But before we go any further, I want to talk about it. We spoke about this last week, John. How did the Horsham Hornets, your side, the oh. under-18s, go against the Melbourne Tigers? We
1: razzed them up. It was, uh, yeah, the Melbourne Tigers was only their third team, but I won't say that too loudly. But uh, no, we made them look a little bit silly. Actually, my boys came out and just ran. We just ran them off their legs. And I did speak to the coach a little bit because I was a bit like, oh, Melbourne Tigers, like, that's pretty cool. You don't get yeah. to play against them too often. Um, but yeah, they, they had only trained together for a few weeks and you could really tell there was just not much connection on the court. But uh, our game actually started late because they had issues with the iPad and a couple of uh, teething issues of the first game of the tournament. But um, no, the boys did really well and they're playing a very up-tempo sort of style of game, which we want them to play at the moment. Uh, And we made it to a quarterfinal, which I was really happy with. We got beaten by probably a team that played better on the day. They shot really well in the first half. It was the old Mildura. That's my old foe from years ago when I was playing. So a bit to learn from that tournament, but we got a quick turnaround. We're back in Warrnambool next weekend for another tournament. So we're not mucking around this year. Straight into it.
0: No, we're not. The busiest man on the planet right now, Johnny. Grey Wolf Hoops is, it's underway right here. And NBL round three, is that where we're yeah, at right Yeah, we're, in the,
1: we're right in the middle of round three at the moment. So there's a game on tonight, but we're going to talk about the few games that have been so far because there's been some interesting results and a few interesting headlines too, Nettie. Uh, and, and the round kicked off Tuesday night between Brisbane and Sydney. With Brisbane getting the win, a very good win to sort of set their season up nice and early. Sydney's got a little bit of soul searching to do there, Nettie. They've lost DD for a few weeks now. So my prediction's not looking too good. Yeah. I was about to say that
0: there, unfortunately, for DD Lazar out for, what did you say, four about weeks? four weeks, so, I've said, yeah. I reckon that might be one of your bold predictions. They're sort of going down. He was looking good there. Yeah. But I tell you what, the Brisbane Bullets, they came out swinging – you know, not convincing though. No. At the same time, it was great to see them get the win. Yeah, but it was against a very injury-ridden Sydney Kings outfit.
1: That's right, and Sydney's rotations aren't quite right at the moment. Like that was one thing they were really good at last year was their rotations and their depth it was fantastic. This year, not quite the same. But Brisbane, man, like getting their first win on the board. Vic Law was the guy we spoke about earlier on. He had yeah. twenty-seven points and looked amazing. I'm just I believe really he was good. the
0: player of the game. Nathan yeah. Sobey, he really lit it up as well. He dropped in a handy twenty-six. Yeah as well and just some pivotal threes in there just looks so yeah. good that of old from you know the Adelaide 36 days yep. when he was playing alongside Creaky so yeah. that was nice to see as well yeah. and
1: so look I, I actually honestly think Nathan Sobey is one of the most underrated Australian basketballers like I managed I got to watch him when he played for the minors for one season the first year he came back from college I've never seen a guy work as hard as I have on a basketball court than Sobey he is just something else for a guy like he's not massive he, he just knows how to get the most out of himself and I think he's a very underrated player but the big question mark obviously for the Bullets was who's going to cover Patterson scoring and and we did predict that Vic Law would step right into that role and he's been fantastic and look, I think they're starting to work on something there uh the, the Bullets I think it's it's still going to be a long season for them but they could easily finish in that sort of fifth to sixth sort of spot as we've spoken about um yeah, the bullets are yeah on the way up. I reckon they've
0: got some good pieces into the puzzle. There' a lot to work with. We'll have to wait and see how it goes long term. But hopefully, they keep getting those wins on the board. Yeah, and like you said with Sydney, well, once again, not too sure about the rotations. Shawnee looked good too. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not really sure. It's it's I don't. They could yeah. possibly miss out on playoffs this I year, John. It's, it's, early. it's an early
1: call, but, you know, and I was actually talking to our great mentor, Owen Hewitt, about the Sydney Kings and a bit about Sean's game and whatnot. And, um, you know, Jarrell Martin was good there. Casper wear, as he always is. but I and, and he definitely agreed that Sean makes Casper look better. And we've said that every year, that yeah. Sean makes Casper look well every year that Casper's been there. But they're just missing a little bit from the bench. Like, remember last year, Craig Muller was off the bench. Now he's a starter. Sean, he was that sort of backup point guard, shooting guard. Now he's in the starting lineup. Yeah. Obviously, they ran their team team around Andrew Bogut uh so that, and then it's just not the rotation's not quite the same losing Lozada is going to be a huge out um you know Jordan Hunter gives him some solid minutes off the bench Brad Newley's still around but a few of these guys really sh- probably shouldn't be getting the minutes that they're getting given the age that they are I know it's a very yeah. subjective way to look at it but um well,
0: Brad Newley I think's 36 so he's yeah, getting on and Craig yeah. Moller did you see that how he got posterized yeah, did, against fans, <laughs> <Yeah. fans>? wow <laughs> that, that was massive I- I felt for him. Yeah, I did. (laughs) So
1: rest in peace, Craig Moller. So, you know, look, Sydney's got a little bit to work. And don't forget they've got a new coach there as well, Nettie. So there's still some sort of – they've just got to figure out a few of these pieces of the puzzle. But, I mean, they're the Sydney Kings. They're a championship team, so you never write them off. But a few things early, a few question marks early.
0: Yeah, as there is with the New Zealand Breakers who are in the next game. They played Adelaide 36ers once again. 36ers, bold predictions once again, Johnny, about them finishing at the bottom. These guys are looking – yeah. Pretty damn solid. I'm
1: very impressed. And maybe it was the raz up that we gave them that's really made them click into gear. But one thing I'm really impressed with Adelaide is the way that they've sort of structured that lineup and got it right. Like now Isaac Humphreys is starting. You look at what he's doing. Giddy's now in the starting lineup. Like they've actually, they've made those adjustments and they've worked it out. And I'm really, really impressed with that. Because the big question obviously was, where's the scoring going to come from? You know, we had, we talked about that little one-two punch with Johnson and Humphreys. They've got that working really, really well. But Giddy's just stepped up and he had a triple in this game we're going to talk about against the Breakers he looks like oh he almost had triple double. sorry he was a couple of assists short sure, but he just looks like he can run the court and they this look better when
0: he's on the floor and yep. I think he I was expecting big things from him but I didn't think I'd expect this much from him and so soon he is looking really good and yeah. I hear yep. Joe Ingles is mentoring him gets yep. on the phone with him after games and stuff like that very similar to his Dragons days we got yeah the, here we are uh, that was his route to the NBA and yep. hopefully it'll be the same deal with Josh Giddey Isaac Humphrey He's dropping a big F bomb after this game. I think <laughs> yeah. it was this game. I think it was. It yeah. was very, very <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it was to a bit wasn't it? The least.
1: But I mean he's a passionate guy. Like I love him. I reckon he's just great. And because he obviously started the first two or three games on the bench. Now we straight into that starting lineup. Yeah. Their starting lineup looks fantastic. Uh and it like, does. Just, Sunday just,
0: deck again. He's yep. a great player right there. Yep. I and like he,
1: him. He plays a lot bigger than his position as well. So oh, I just love that lineup. And and again, hats off to the to the coach for, for rearranging that line. Because their lineup looked very ordinary in the first game or two. I think they won against the Phoenix in round one or whatever it was. So they sort of scrapped a win, but they're looking really good. And Oh, they're uh, looking yeah. good.
0: I They will push for a playoff spot, I think. Yeah. Uh, yep. th- let's... You know, hope for the Adelaide 36ers fans they do. Donald Sloan as well, Johnny. He's man.
1: good. I love, and I think off the bench is the perfect role for him because he can yep. come in and slot in. And he scores well, and he looks to score, and he shoots the ball very well too. But let's let's switch things up to the New Zealand Breakers, Nenny because this is the almost the early story of the season so far. They've looked pretty bad. Let's be let's be frank. And Lamar Patterson has had a lot of questions asked of him about his shape, about how he's fitting into that team. He just fell in a heap in this game.
0: Yeah, this is where he got his donut and possibly a couple before the game end. After as well, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Yeah, that's very keyboard warrior of me. But yeah, the breakers didn't look fantastic. I tell you what, though, no. those Webster boys—they once yeah. they start to gel and play well together, I think the New Zealand breakers will be okay. But I think changes yeah. need to be made. Yeah, possibly Abercrombie. He's. You know, he's floating along nicely. Finn Delaney, I, I do like him. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know why they don't start Iverson. Like Cotton Iverson, he's seven foot. I'd be running a lot from him if that was me. Like, I'd be letting him sit in the post and run off him because they got a lot of good scorers. they got a lot of slashes, the, the New Zealand breakers. The thing um, is
0: with Iverson, I don't know if you saw the game. He picked up three or four fouls, like yeah. in three or four minutes. He was very, very foul. Yeah. Had a lot of foul trouble there to start with, and the coach just lost all faith in him and whacked him on the bench. I think yeah. that was possibly the first Adelaide game In the second one, he played a a lot better, but... It'll be a case of, I guess, getting used to the league and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I think it will be. And it's a different situation for New Zealand, I suppose, at the moment. And uh, I think they'll be okay. But, like, it's a lot of questions early on. And I I hope that sort of sets a bit of a fire in the belly of Lamar Patterson. He wouldn't like that negative press, knowing what sort of player he is. He's a pure scorer. That's what they're missing right now. If he comes out and scores his 15, 20 points a game, they're fine. But they've just got to work a way to get him into that offense. And it's not going to happen overnight.
0: Same thing, Johnny, was probably said at Lamar Patterson when he started Brisbane last year, if you remember right. Yeah. Yep. They were saying he was out of shape. He was no good, but he played his way into it and become a star. Maybe he's yep. just going to need a little bit of time, but his just his whole facial and his whole body language on the mm-hmm. bench there didn't look like a happy man. Nah. So we'll have to wait and see.
1: No, nah, we'll wait and see. And like you said before, the Webster brothers, a lot sort of rides on their shoulders. I think because that's that's oh, the yeah. heart and soul of that team. It has been you know for a little while. So I think that's where it starts for New Zealand. But look out for them. I think they're going to get their get their game together. But. Yeah, well, that start. was our
0: early predictions was yeah. New Zealand and Melbourne United in the grand final. Yeah, I cannot yeah. see that happening at this point not in time. Looked,
1: but that's but, a great segue into a team that does look like they might make the grand final, the mighty hawks. I if thought you, you were gonna know say what. the Cairns <laughs> type I was gonna be like,
0: eh, I don't know. <laughs> Cairns don't have the momentum they did from like last what? season, but the Hawks, you called it Mr. Four and O. Yep. With my favorite player in the NBL at the moment, Tyler Harvey. Oh. He is cooking on all cylinders, man.
1: I love Tyler Harvey. I love what the Hawks are doing right now. And that all starts with Coach Gorgian. Like, that's what he's brought to that team. Again, no expectations. They're just out there playing. They're playing some good minutes. They've got some great rotations off the bench. Look, at like, You look at how deep that they run. I just love what they're doing at the moment. And the Hawks are here to play. And we did make that bold call. And I think it's looking stronger by the day. Although I do remember that the Phoenix had a similar run last year and sort of, sort of fell in that hole towards the end. But...
0: I'm positive about the Hawks, man. It's hard to see it happening with the Hawks. Mm -hmm. And the other thing here is too, is like you said, Brian Gorge, and they have got the best coach in the country on their side. I can't see them slowing down for a little time. Anyway, it's they're going to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think they will. And that's probably the only bold prediction we had. That's going to play out. It's looking like that it will anyway, but um, no, they had a really good win against Kansas. We're starting to struggle a little bit. I don't know what's going on up there, man. Like, I really don't know. Yeah.
0: The, well, they looked all sorts of ordinary mm. in this game and then the rematch as well there. What yeah, are they at the moment? one and
1: four. So it's not looking good early That's days. It's not good
0: days. And nah. they've pretty much taken the same side in. And Oliver looked great. He's had the dunk of the year. Machado is yeah. still playing well. I don't know. Like I really don't know. I don't yeah.
1: know not and we we spoke about this in that sort of that little preseason edition. Not a lot's changed for Kansas. Still got Mike Kelly's still there coaching. Still got pretty much the same rotations off the bench. Oh, it's just hard to know. They're just not playing well at the moment and look that's just a slump that they're going to have to work their way out of I suppose. There's not really much that's changed. So the yeah. other
0: sort of scary thing for them, too, is they are playing in Cairns. That's well, that's, so, that's right.
1: They, they are playing a few, fair few games in Cairns, including this one here. And to go, go down by 20 at home, like that really saps the confidence out. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I don't know about Cairns, man. That was an early call for us. They were looking so good last year with pretty much the same lineup. Nothing's was really Kings, changed. Was
0: your bold prediction was them to win the championship, yeah, it was wasn't yeah. It? yeah, I'm, I'm at looking at like a moment, knob. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, right now, those keyboard audience are like, you're an idiot, Fitz.
1: Oh, no, they called me a madman. They might be right. But then, again, they were very out there calls. But, you know, it, look, there's still plenty of games to go, but Cairns needs to get it. They're going to have to get it done on the road now. That's the, the harsh reality of it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Mike Kelly is going to pull them in. And uh, and actually, Owen Hewitt called him a nice man when I brought up Mike Kelly earlier. Oh, on. So I do know what he Mike thought about, does he? about Yeah, it? yeah. yeah he's, oh, he's a nice man. So See, he's going to he pull that together.
0: To people watching, listening, whatever, is we do have one of the goats right here in our hometown yeah. of Horsham, Owen Hewitt. Like, you go anywhere, they know him. Yep. Dean Vickerman said, oh, Owen Hewan. Yeah. When we were talking yeah. to him at Brody's, my son's basketball um, academy, academy that he was going yep. to. Oh, you're from Horsham. Oh yeah, Owen Hewitt. Like, yeah, 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 he's the man. So he does know his stuff. He's all about it. And there you go. Apparently knows Mike Kelly as well. Yeah,
1: and he's a nice man. So yeah, look, they're going to have to get that sorted out because their season could be over very
0: quickly. Oh yeah.
1: And look, it's only a case of given how many other teams are playing so well. There's only four teams that can make playoffs. So look, they're going to have to get that sorted out pretty soon.
0: Yep, I think that's done and said.
1: That's it, man. Let's move on to the game that was uh, Friday night. Now, there's an interesting end to this game, actually. the uh, Phoenix uh, Phoenix getting it done over the Wildcats by a single point and it came down to the last play of the game and Jesse Wagstaff missed a layup quite badly.
0: Yeah, it is, and like again, keyboard warriors are all over <laughs> oh, this yeah. game. I actually felt sorry <laughs> for him because this is something you'd see in Horsham men's B-grade where I somehow <laughs> get the wide-open layup and I miss everything. But this does happen, and even yep. to the best of us this man is a six time nbl champion he had yep. the easiest shot probably of the night yeah it was a beautifully set up play by coach oh. gleason there and he just
1: i don't know i don't, know. I I don't, don't, don't even know, know. <laughs> he
0: didn't even hit the ring <laughs> no, he just it did not hit missed. the ring i can like <laughs> i, I watched know. it over a couple of times and sort of smiled because i'm not the biggest fan of perth yeah but <laughs> i did feel sorry for jesse wagstaff because they're saying this is the biggest in nbl history yeah. like the biggest flop or whatever.
1: The thing would have to be like the play they drew up was beautiful. And obviously Creek went to help on cotton on that sort of flare screen that they run. They would – like, he would have known it was his shot. Like, there was no one knowing they were going to pass over that flare to the double team with him going – like, he, he was going to get that shot. He just completely fudged it. I don't yeah. know any other way to say it. But, yeah. I mean, it was a very hard-fought game throughout. And, like, hats off to Phoenix to knock um, to knock Perth off over there. Like, that's a massive effort. And, you it know, is you,
0: the first time they've ever beaten Perth. Yeah, yeah and, there you
1: go. And just to sort of uh, rub it in the face of the Red Army over there. But um, very interesting because the, the Phoenix, I think – I still don't think their depth's there. And as you can sort of see by the box score, they don't really get much off the bench. They really have to roll on those starters to put up oh, big yeah. numbers. And, you know, I just think that's not really going to hold off through the season. And another little thing that came from from Owen was that Mitch Creek should be playing point guard. He's the guy that sees the ball, uh, sees the court the best. And he just sort of gets stuck in a corner here. So I think he shot a couple of three-pointers in the game. But I I, I feel like, and he feels like, he probably could be used a lot better. Uh, And even though Sykes is a really good point guard, he moves the ball around well. Get the ball in Creeky's hands.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that at all right there. And Creaky, of course, another Horsham lad right there. He he had another solid game last night. Very, and yep. Same thing commentators were saying they need to go to their superstar. He is their yeah. marquee player. Yep. He, it's, you, know, you think Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, you think Mitch Creek. And yep. he, he stood up, and yep. they did end up getting the win right there off the... Well, <laughs> I don't even it? know what you'd call it. The <laughs> keeper Skikes, I, I like him too, Johnny. He, he's looking pretty good. He picked Bryce Cotton's pocket right there to... At the end, he got himself a nice little layup, and he ended up getting the winning bucket. Yeah, so,
1: yeah, there you go. Nice so he, little addition. Yeah, yeah, he didn't D up Cotton very well, as you can see. Cotton dropped thirty odd of his own, but um, yeah, great win by the Phoenix. But like I said, they still they can't even get Young Stevens, Kendall Stevens in the game very much. Like the, the rotations aren't there, so this isn't a long term strategy for that team. They're gonna yeah. need to work out how to get their bench in the game more. But if they can come out and their starters by thirty odd minutes and get a win like that on the road in Perth, I mean, you're gonna take it. Yeah, Let's definitely.
0: It, it was a good game to watch i did enjoy it and enjoyed the ending too i must say but there you go southeast melbourne phoenix are on the board this i was saying to you a little bit before we started at this if they're playing like this that ball prediction perth surely can't make the playoffs well, when you've got teams like Melbourne United you've got teams like the Hawks look at that so just looking at the ladder right now Adelaide 36 is in at three
1: yeah that's uh, that's my fault they've, they've been fired up because I <laughs> talk, told them down so much like you said Melbourne hasn't lost the game the Hawks haven't lost a game yet you've got Adelaide right up there playing some very good basketball three and two Perth's won one one uh, obviously only played a couple of games Phoenix two and two actually I think I actually don't think they've played that well. They've just come away with a few, yeah. few very close wins. Sydney hasn't kicked into gear yet. They're 1-2. and two. The Bullets are 1-2 and two as well. And then you go down towards the bottom where Cairns are 1-4 and four and New Zealand are 0-2. and two. So a couple of teams that we predicted will be right up the top. <laughs> so sort of stuck at it the bottom. It is
0: very, very early days. And I don't yeah. expect to see New Zealand sit at the bottom for no, very long. They all. will get it together. I like their coach there. His name yeah. doesn't come to mind at the moment. I, I think they'll... They'll get it together. I think so
1: too, man. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting the next few weeks as the team sort of gets settled in because remember they've had interrupted pre seasons and whatnot. The the season started later, so you know it's it's all a bit different, a bit up in the air for a lot of the players at this point. But it's been great to to get started anyway. But we are halfway through round three as we sort of alluded to earlier. Uh, As this video goes out, the uh, Brisbane Bullets are going to be playing the Cairns Taipans. Nettie, this is going to have to be a season starter for one of these teams. Oh yeah,
0: it is. Well, Cairns to say they need it is an understatement again only days, but they've... Where's Nissan Arena? Is that in Brisbane? That's in It'd Brisbane. Be, yeah, yeah, nice to get the yeah. the win there for the tie Pans. Brisbane, they're coming off a little bit of momentum with that win against the Kings. Yeah, it's... Cairns need to get it. They're favourites to win, but I don't know, man. No. They have not clicked well. Like you said, maybe this is where they start in today's game.
1: Yeah, it, it has to be. You can't go in the first six games of a season and be one and five. That's just basically season over in a comp where it's so tight at the top. They just can't afford that. So I'm actually a little surprised to see. Can's uh, favourite in this game, to be quite honest. Brisbane, again, could really set something up from here. Back coming off that win against uh, Sydney, they could really set something up for their season right now. I'm I'm going to stick with Cairns. I think this game has too much on the line for yeah. them to come out and, and drop this one. So That's I'm going right. to go with Cairns, especially after being humiliated by the Hawks at home.
0: Yeah, I'll, st- I'll stay with you on this too. They would have got a Old Pete Fitzgerald would have (laughs) them up a little bit and said, we just can't be playing like this. Uh, Come on, lads. Let's get this W today. It'll be interesting to see how it goes down. Brisbane, well... They need to strap that ball on the back of that team on the back of Sobey and just <laughs> yeah. go bang.
1: Yeah, exactly right, man. And we'll move on. There's another game on tonight. Uh, Adelaide are taking on Sydney in Adelaide. This is shaping up like a very good matchup. Adelaide obviously going to want to keep rolling that form uh, through this this one. But Sydney, man, are they stunned? Are they going to be able to put something together for
0: this well, game? Well, I actually I think know. Adelaide is going to win this one. They're yeah. not favourites to do it. Sydney have looked great at home. They're riding off a lot of momentum there. The the Kings have eaten plenty of injuries right now can you see them playing four nah. quarters on the road
1: it's tough it's a very tough ask like that's you know they're on the road earlier on as well in Brisbane to come and back that up in Adelaide man I think this is the this is the 36th chance to really put a statement down and yeah. shove it down my throat of course but I think I, I, I actually think Adelaide will win this quite comfortably
0: yeah uh, well hopefully for the sake of Brucey and the boys not comfortably I think it'll be a tight <laughs> game but I do think the Adelaide 36ers will win this
1: yeah, yes. I, okay, yeah I'll, I'll stick with that man I just, I just can't see the way the Kings are playing Well, not the way that they're playing But they've lost DD. I just think Adelaide's just They're up and about Like it's the old saying, isn't it? They're just playing some great ball at the moment I think they'll keep that rolling at home But let's move on to tomorrow's game And I'm actually going to be at this one, Eddie It's the Melbourne United-Phoenix throwdown in Bendigo Which is going to be a, an awesome contest I hope it's a close game Melbourne United are just basically the form team of The comp outside of the Hawks I feel like they'll keep that running on
0: But, you know, you never know United's going to flex their muscles, come out and get this done in front of you, sporting that Grey Wolf (laughs) T-shirt. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I would like to see a close game. I do think United will get this one done quite comfortably. They've had a little bit of a rest there. It's time for them to really put the accelerator down. They will get it done. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix coming off that win. They've been in Perth, so you've got the the factor of being on the road. It's, you know, the other side of the country. I think United, you know, an hour or two up the road. I'm pretty sure they're going to come out and get this one done. I am super jealous that I am not going to be there with you. But I've said that you've got to make some sort of something. Show your presence, presence, felt for the great right.
1: people. All right, I'll paint the logo on my back and I'll run on the court. Yeah, that's
0: what I was. <laughs> I was going to say that earlier, but like you know, I can't. keep this
1: bitch. Well, G. well, that's very true. But I suppose if Creaky's watching or if Jock Landale are watching, either one of you guys can sneak me into the uh, the change rooms there and just you know run out with the team or well, that's sure right. Can you can get some
0: after player interviews or anything uh, like that.
1: Yeah, but you know. what if they remember us,
0: <laughs> Creaky? <laughs> who he grew up with. Him. He lived uh, literally behind yeah. my house. <laughs> oh, I don't know him. Oh, hey guys,
1: but no, that's going to be a great contest. I can't wait. It's been a long time since I've seen an NBL game live. And yeah. particularly in Bendigo, man, I live in that place at the moment. So I'm keen for that. But I do agree with you. I think Melbourne United should get the job done there quite comfortably. But I hope it's a close game just because I'm going to be there watching.
0: Here's it. another thing, too. I'm not sure if you saw it, but Shane Hill's come out and said that he will shave his head yeah. if Melbourne but, United stays undefeated. Yeah. And I think he knows that's a pretty safe bet. They're going to lose the game this year. They're at not going to go undefeated. Needed, but they will win this game.
1: Yeah, they really kind of twisted Jock Landau's words a bit, didn't they? Because he yeah. said, so "There's no games I can see us losing." Doesn't mean they're not going to lose a game, but it's just they, he, in his words, that we match up really well against everybody, which is completely true. And so, big shout
0: out to our boy Perth Wildcat fan Amin Azor yeah. from Craig Wolf Pack Chat, who was there when that went down at Croc Media. Yeah, so. like, we were getting so much abuse about that, but they really just <laughs> did twist the poor guy's yeah, words. So yeah, they it did. It is what it is. That's right. Anyway, United for the win tomorrow in Bendigo. You boys. You'll be there with very much Phoenix crowd, I would expect. Yeah,
1: more than, more, more, likely it would be Phoenix for those boys. So I'm looking forward to that one. But there's one more game to finish off Round 3, Nettie. Perth Wildcats taking on the New Zealand Breakers, who both teams are probably searching for something. I think Perth's going to come out with, again, like we said earlier, a bit of fire in the belly after that last Perth uh, will
0: win this game easily. Yeah,
1: I, think, I think there's not much more to say about that. I think the way the Breakers are playing at the moment... Please, gonna
0: win. please prove me wrong, New Zealand. <laughs> I want to see you go out there, Patterson, and drop a triple-double. I want to see the Webster boys fire up. I want to see that seven-foot guy just <laughs> dominate. But I cannot see, after that horrible, horrible loss, no, I... th- that Jesse Wagstaff layup. I cannot oh. see Perth coming out in front of that amazing home arena. It's like... yeah. How much of an advantage do you think they have playing at RAC Arena? Because they probably are the most passionate fans in the NBL. It's like a 10-point yeah. head start oh, it before you even be get going. 10,
1: like, 10 or 15 points. It yeah. really is. And, and giving not only playing in front of that crowd, but also the travel over there. Yep. It all factors in. So I cannot see Perth losing this game by any stretch because they're, they're going to be ready to roll. And and again, I know we've said it a few times, so that could really set their season up. They need to find something. They need to come and actually win this game and win it comfortably and then sort of get some momentum off that. So look out for Perth. I think it's going to be a, a, going to be a fiery game from them.
0: Oh, yeah, it will be. Gleason's not happy, apparently, in the press <laughs> conference. He was very sour, as you yeah, would be. Yeah, as you would be. Well, very much looking forward to it. Hoops is just so good at the moment, Johnny. we got the local competition back. Yeah. I'm making a comeback. I was just <laughs> going to say, man, there's
1: one basketball story we haven't covered, and that's the return of one Ned Tepper to the green Zombies uniform. We are so happy to have you back, man. Oh, man, forward to we'll it. see
0: how it goes. If I go out like I did last time, not good. <laughs> but I like to liken it to the Michael Jordan comeback yeah. to the Wizards, except nobody cares, and I, I was never good. <laughs> but I'm coming back after I'd retired. So, yeah, yeah we're getting we out we of go.
1: retirement. I know. I'm, I'm very excited. We've got a good little – the Zombies are franchising. We are just expanding. We've now got three teams. Yeah, so, so the people
0: listening, watching, the Zombies is our local basketball team. We've we've now got an A-grade team. We've now got a B-grade A and B team. Two B-grade B teams. Yeah. And then,
1: yeah, like, and then we're going to look at starting the Zombies juniors. So it's all starting to happen now for, uh, for the Zombies franchise. But uh, if we ever start clubs where we live, look out
0: because we'll be set. Oh, yeah, Zombies, look out. And we're on the green side. But yeah, yeah, yep. yeah! I like it. Zombies basketball coming back. It's going to be good. And let's hope that no footage ever comes out of that. <laughs> oh, you scary. never know.
1: You never know, man. But yeah, Hoops is just exciting at the moment. We've got basketball tournaments going on, local comp. We've got NBL, NBA. It's all happening at the moment. We'll be up to date with it, as we always are, at greywolfentertainment.net. Follow the socials. We're posting, reposting a few good things at the moment. Saw the uh, Chicago Bulls post he put up the other day. <laughs> oh, how testing. good was the
0: Chicago Bulls post? You need to check that out before we go any further, I almost forgot to mention this, John. The Pistons beat the oh, Lakers, baby. Yes. yes, we've won five games. And I do not get time to celebrate. Yeah. And people are like, oh, Anthony Davis wasn't playing. Yeah, yes. But see, the point is is they've got two starting lineups anyway. Yeah. You still couldn't get it done against the lonely Pistons. Yeah. All about it. I was I, very excited. I know.
1: I can tell, and I think that's a very good, uh, a very good, what's the word? Confidence booster for the Pistons. People yeah. often forget. Like Derrick Rose is still there, killing it, man.
0: Like, yeah. come on, we
1: have gotta love the Pistons. Well,
0: think about it this way, and I don't want to get on too much of a Pistons sort of rant here. <laughs> You're welcome to. But you think about five, ten years ago, if we hadn't had Rose and Griffin. Oh, wow.
1: and yeah, I know, man. And look, one thing I suppose you always talk about with the NBA, and that's the way it's all going now, isn't it? The super team route, and you've got Andre Drummond apparently is going to request a buyout so he can join the Nets as well, and it's just like.
0: Oh, is that what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, that's what they
1: reckon. And Like, then you're going to get Nets and Lakers in the playoffs and it's like, oh, you know, great. But it, I, I just, I, I love this, the small town teams. I love watching the, yeah, the, the Pistons Same. and the Kings and the, the Pacers, some of these guys. And you have got to get behind them. We've got to support the underdog.
0: Wouldn't it be fantastic if, like, a super team, like, landed in like charlotte or something for yeah. instance i'd yep. like to see that like man that'd be so cool right there yeah. if they're just like we're gonna go to the hornets and, and go just get that up. up
1: and now one random thing i did see. there's been a lot of you might have seen this a lot of rumors around that the supersonics are going to get a team back oh. in the nba like how good would that be to see them back? sean Cam
0: gary paid him back in the day i was all yeah. about it john that'd be very <sighs> fantastic if I, that happens what does that mean for oklahoma city though because um, wasn't that they yeah, well, and, there. and
1: sort of took that history
0: with them a little yes, bit. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm sure they I did. No, it's a, it's a strange story, isn't it? I don't know if it's really happened in professional sports too much, but you reckon that history would then maybe just... I mean, it was a bit like when the Hornets moved around, like they went to you know Charlotte Bobcats, and then yes. we had the New Orleans Hornets, and it all sort of merged up again. Like I'm guessing it just sort of happens that way. But interestingly, because Seattle's just entered a new NHL hockey team, uh, the Kraken, they're called. So the Kraken, yeah, like the the you know the Kraken, octopus, giant squid oh, thing. okay, yeah, no, it, I did. Not. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> Their branding is awesome. So That's cool. there's a lot happening in Seattle. So I would not be surprised if we see a Supersonics team again in the next sort of four or five oh, years. Fingers
0: crossed on that one right there. And for some reason, all this talk has made me think about what you Tagged me in yesterday yeah. on the old oh. on the book, oh. The Return of the, the Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Yes. <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm so hyped. Oh. March 26th.
1: Yes. Yeah. And like in that trailer, I think I commented, but as soon as Emilio turned around, I started crying. Like, how good is that? Like, the oh, Mighty man. Ducks are back. I haven't even seen oh. the
0: comment. He turns around. He's got his petal mustache. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> Not excited about oh. the fact it's a pet of stash, but I'm just so <laughs> excited for the Mighty Ducks. That yeah. is going to be epic, man. Disney oh. Plus. I'm all about it.
1: Yeah, I can't wait, man. You've just made my day by bringing that up again. I had to yes, show my mum this morning. I'm showing everyone <laughs> I know that the Mighty Ducks. Cope. Hopefully they get... A few other, you know, like uh Charlie coming back, maybe oh. a few of those other. Characters. I'm sure they will, but That's what um, they need I to can't do. Wait. They
0: need to run it like they did with the Cobra Kai series, where they yeah, brought the old characters yeah. back. Yeah, Charlie's going to rock. But he was the kid off Dawson's Creek, wasn't yep. he? So yeah, he, he'll Jackson. come back into it all emo and whatever. Oh, you're dating my mom still? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> he's still dating his mom. <laughs> Get away from my mom! Oh, oh like- the, well, now Emilio's ran off with one of the new kids' mums, and Charlie's all emo about it. That's what we need. You said you love. My mom. Oh, I That's love it. That's what we need, man. I love it. Mighty I love it. Ducks. I love it. And this man right here, my dear friend, has hooked me up many years ago now with one of the original Mighty Ducks jerseys. I need to bring that out next Do. episode, or maybe on pack yeah, chat. Yep. The Tepper two on the back. Love it. Love this man. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: I love. We could talk about Mighty. We need a show just for Mighty Ducks. I recommend yeah. The best thing about the whole thing is it's obviously a Disney show, so like they've obviously they had the rights to the original series, so Definitely. they can use all that IP and everything. So I can't wait for it. I hope it lives up to the hype because we have seen a few reboots and remakes that have just really bombed so that haven't been so yeah great. so i hope we this should is a big discuss one. this
0: a little bit more in pack yeah. chat look for yep. pack chat next week that'll be out before the next edition of hopes all things going yep. right fun times ahead and of course jason lee herbert we haven't even mentioned freedom for jay not yet we haven't
1: no so that's the big movement for 2021 a divorce for jay uh, has he had anything has he said anything to
0: you guys about how he feels about it at he all he has not really? mentioned it at all and actually come to think about, I've been thinking about it a little bit more. Who's gonna, when we get this GoFundMe page happening and I need to ask this mm. and I'm hoping Nims will do the bulk of this because I'm, I don't yeah. wanna be there going, Jay, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, although, it's, although having said that, he did say that the only bit he wasn't
1: comfortable with was the GoFundMe page. So maybe everything else is fine. He's but not gonna pay it's...
0: for it. The thing is with Jay, he's like, oh, it costs $900 to get a divorce. Why well, yeah. do that when I could buy a Transformers box figure set? <laughs> I'll keep my wife. I'll keep my girlfriend. And I've got the Transformers from 1978 yeah, original. Yeah,
1: that's very true. And you can have a few hundred bucks left over for keto snacks or whatever. And exactly. pays gym membership. So the big yeah. man is looking Think great, of course. Right but come on, Herbs. If you've watched the video to this point, which I doubt you have, get into gear, mate. Come on.
0: Anyways, we should probably be leaving on that note. Herbs divorce That's how we're going to leave him until <laughs> that ring is off his finger.
1: That's right. Stay tuned. We'll be back soon. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. Greywolfentertainment.net.